This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. They were screwing around with the studio here, so. Huh. All right, we we missed our open. Hope you enjoyed it, because <laughs> we didn't. Uh, it's well, it's Patton Stew show. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. I died. <clears throat> you died three times. What do you mean? That's the best thing about this show is every hour starts with Jeffy dying three times. <clears throat> it's exciting. You get to see three separate ways in which he does die, even despite our best efforts. Uh, Stu and I are struggling to you know do something and try to fix that situation and uh actually we do look we've all fantasized about different ways jeffy's going to die and now every day you get to see three of those uh three most popular options uh right mm -hmm. here on the patents Two show so uh what did you think of P peter Thiel, one of our uh innovators in this oh, yeah. uh century really a uh smart uh successful inventive guy yeah uh, and, a, and a big investor in several things, including Facebook, really helped get that up and running. Uh, was instrumental in that. Was instrumental with LinkedIn. We gave him a little uh, flack for that. Uh, <laughs> PayPal is the one that I, if I had to name started one thing. PayPal, right? Yeah. With his, yeah. his co-founder uh, there. And, I mean, those are iconic things now in oh, yeah. the 21st century. Uh, absolutely. And uh, he, uh, the other thing we didn't get a chance to talk to him about was uh, the seasteading thing. I had guys on from the Seasteading Institute, which is one of the things, he, uh, I believe that's the, the, the thing he's involved in. I, I know it's seasteading in general, but it's basically like we have such a problem. And as he described, all these industries are constantly uh, throttled by government. What if you were able to essentially create your own floating country? A country that would be uh, in international waters, so it would not have to deal with all the nonsense. Um, but as they talk about, they would work with you know whatever country they were close to. They want to have a good relationship with them, but they can free themselves from all those dumb restrictions. And they they have actually designed these things. They've designed you know little tiny countries. It's kind of cool. Uh, it's really cool. And uh, you know that's just, this is what he I think talked about in that you know we're constantly trying to remake what's already done. Why not start with something new? Why not try to create something new? Yeah. Um, and, you know. I liked his thoughts on that. Yeah, really. Yeah. Just a really interesting guy. I think we guy. misunderstood at the very beginning what he was saying when he was saying, um, you know, monopolies or McDonald's does what they do. L let them do it. And that's true. But um, uh, so he's not saying that you shouldn't have a Burger King, right? Because right. that's different. It's different. And you shouldn't have a Wendy's because that's different. They do square hamburgers. 
Right, square burgers. Square burgers. Those that's different it's than a totally round burger. Different. Completely unique. Right, right. And they do frosties, which McDonald's doesn't do. Yeah, and I, of course, love the fact that they all do something and they do yeah. something slightly different. It's I don't think that it's necessarily never having other options and, and things, but it's it's just the idea of when you're trying to create something new and you're trying mm. to you know move uh, you know your views your you know world forward. You know, the big leaps don't come from McDonald's to Burger King. The big leaps come from, uh, you know, you know something that's <laughs> from zero to one. Something that, mm-hmm. you know, that you don't have anything in there, and all of a sudden you're making this big innovative impact. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, all of this, you know, where's the food? <laughs> we've, we've talked about several restaurants, and we have no Where's food. the food? So. Didn't we uh, just talk about restaurants? <laughs> we did. There's like three or four. I mean, really, any of them could be here now yeah. for us to eat. So just think about that. Let that swirl around. Let it marinate a little bit. But I really liked him. Like, I did too. Like yeah. Peter T. Uh, look, the guy. guy. And here's a guy, guy. You know, here's a guy who's one of the most innovative people uh, in in the world. Um, you know, uh, you know, and a guy who's willing to come out and say government is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. A huge. I mean, look at what he was just talking about from the perspective of you know, we haven't innovated because things like engineering have become. Uh, industries you don't want to get into because you're so throttled regulated. by government. I mean, gosh, it's amazing. we're doing that to our engineers. Yeah. And the one thing that hasn't been in, uh, uh, regulated and has been innovated at a, an incredibly rapid pace, pace has been computers. And this is where a lot of these guys are going now because you can go there and have fresh ideas and do things without the government in your face all yeah. the time. You look at his point is, is a great one because you look at what's happened with computers and computing and that technology, and it's gone exponentially over the last 40 years. Unbelievable growth and development. And then you look at uh, medical cures. Not so much. Why? Because one industry has been regulated uh, to the point where they can't innovate and the other isn't. And so because of medicine being regulated so heavily, they can't find cures to these things. That's, I guess that's his theory. And so that we don't have a cure for cancer. We don't have a, a cure for a lot of these diseases. Well, And also you have... How many billions of dollars going to bike paths and similar? Yeah, um, crazy. All the money that, like, and this is, again, like, I, I, I would, I'm sure, be on the same side as Peter Thiel, thinking mm-hmm. that the private in- sector is the place where we're going to get these innovations from, where we're going to solve these diseases. That's what I believe. But if we're going to take all this capital out of the system, mm-hmm. you think we could spend it on things like curing Alzheimer's, curing diabetes mm-hmm. curing these things that are a huge drain in our system and instead we well bike paths yeah i mean people are fat so bike paths and jazzercise well so what mm-hmm. uh, you know we all know that jazzercise exists it's not uh, this is not bigfoot we know that jazzercise exists walking is something we're familiar with there are a lot of places to do it riding a bike is similar to that uh, you don't necessarily need a bike path, and maybe we should stop focusing our money there. Obviously, op- option one, the best option, return that money to the people mm-hmm. and let them do what they want with it. But option two, if you're going to keep it, which I don't agree with, why not spend it on things like that? I mean, it's certainly, it certainly w- it would make more sense, uh, and I think we'd all be happy when Ebola happens and we have a vaccine or when, uh, you know, enterovirus uh, comes across the borders and all of a sudden we can solve it. I mean, these things would be a lot more beneficial than what we, uh, you know. Hey, you can walk in uh, Wisconsin down a path because of us. Why do you hate paths? Why? I'm very anti-path. Yeah, I noticed okay. that. How, I noticed uh, that. How long does Natasha have to marinate? Yeah, is there food here? Didn't we already talk uh, about this? What? 
It was like several well, minutes ago, wasn't it? Something is, needs to be done with. Yeah. Marination needs to There's turn some problem. Heads need to roll. Uh, here's the latest update, by the way, on uh, on the Ebola situation, which we haven't uh, mentioned today. But Dallas County Judge has confirmed 43 of 48 contacts of Thomas Eric Duncan cleared of Ebola risk yesterday. Okay, so no new cases anywhere in the United States last five days. So people are fairly optimistic that maybe it's maybe it's over. Maybe it's been eradicated here. Uh, defense officials announced Sunday a plan to train a 30-person team to respond to any future Ebola emergencies. Government of Canada is sending 800 vials, 800 vials of an experimental Ebola vaccine to the World Health Organization. It's nice of them. Uh, they did that yesterday. President Obama named a longtime Democrat operative, Ebola czar, which I, that's fixed now. Oh, yeah. Just that one move probably fixed the situation. Well, I mean, what's harder to handle, Ebola or Joe Biden? This guy handled Joe Biden. He yeah. can handle Ebola. So there you go. Uh, federal officials on Friday said Nina Pham, first nurse infected, is in fair condition. That's, that's great. Second nurse has been transferred to Emory Hospital in Atlanta. So uh, then they're doing the uh, protective gear guidelines, making sure that that's consistent throughout the nation. Finally, I don't know why they didn't do this a long time ago. Did they just find out about this disease that's existed, as far as we know, for, what, 40 years or so? They've been dealing with it in Africa. Did you think there was never a chance it would ever come here? Come on. It was inevitable, right? We should have been prepared for this. At the end of the day yesterday, about 116 people were still being monitored for Ebola. Uh, that's just in the, in the Dallas area. Mm. 116 people. So, uh, and then the 43 had completed that process. So that's the latest on that situation. This is so typical of you. This is so incredibly typical of you. You're ignoring the truth that happened, which, of course, when Ben Rhodes laid it out for us, right. he told us the real truth about Ebola mm -hmm. and how to handle it. And you continue to read these quote-unquote updates that you've right. manufactured. Mm -hmm. Why not just listen to Ben Rhodes tell us what's going on? Okay, you're right. All right, here's you're Ben right. Rhodes, uh, and he's going to talk about the travel ban. <laughs> And uh, he's going to lie about it. Uh, no, he wouldn't do that. Quite a bit. No, uh, no he's but a, just to get you prepared. He's an Obama administration official. He would not lie. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. He would he not lie. Let's see. Okay. Frankly, the judgment of the professionals who know how to deal with these issues is that if you have a travel ban in place, it drives people underground. Instead of traveling right. uh, through existing protocols that allows they us to screen for Ebola, they seek to mm -hmm. evade detection. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, what we've been focused on, therefore, is screening. Uh, oh, if people are yes. trying to travel from West Africa into the United States, Thanks. how can we screen them to make sure that they're not posing a risk? To make sure. Uh, uh, you could uh, change the way the disease works. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Uh, by driving <laughs> them underground and having people seeking to find ways into the United States that are outside. Uh -huh. Uh, the existing travel protocols. That okay, that's one of the dumbest yet. Dumb, one of the dumbest. Things. That's one of the dumbest yet. <laughs> From the deputy national security advisor to the White House. Well, because they're degradating down, Michael. Like the, the doctors are coming up. Well, we got to come up with something to say. So they say it, and then it goes down through the nine levels of PR flack until it gets to Ben yeah. Rhodes. Yeah. And so Ben Rhodes is like, he's like, what was it? Uh, it's like telephone. He's at the end of the telephone, and he's kind of saying it. He kind of understands it, but doesn't really. And he's just kind of like, well, I don't know. Like people might go underground. Uh, and we got to focus on screening. Well, there's a 21-day incubation period, so screening is pointless. 
Yes, you might cap you, occasionally. Someone might be like, "Yeah, of course I got the Ebola. I just got it last week. I got a couple weeks until it really kicks in." That's why I was trying to get on this airplane right now and fly to the United States so I can infect infect everybody. So I thought I'd be really, really honest with you right now. Yeah. So that's possible. Obviously. Stupid. Obviously. He's like, "Well, what, what are ways that we could better screen uh, the disease?" Well, you could change the way the disease operates because it's not screenable. It's not screenable. You have a 21-day period in which you have it, but you don't know you have it, and you're not showing symptoms. That period, it's impossible to screen people. Yes, if they're bleeding out of their eyes when they walk into the airport, you can screen them. But I think we could handle that one in the first place. It's a, it's a, it's a ridiculous oh, uh, idea. And the second part is this, this idea of underground. going underground. Now, uh, uh, we were joking earlier that are they going to tunnel here? What, what are they talking about? Uh, I understand that he's not talking literally about going underground, although I don't know. No, they're going to find an alternate no, they're method find an to, alternate get here method to get here. These Sierra Leones and these Guineans and the Liberians are unbelievably resourceful people. Right. They have massive resources. Private jets all over the place. Private jets. Mm -hmm. They have uh, speed boats that go up to 900 miles an hour. Yep. They have uh, yeah. all manner of alternate forms of transportation. Oh, they don't yeah. need commercial air. Which is why they stayed That's in Liberia so. for the last 30 years. That's right. Uh, Some of these people make up to $450 a yeah. year. Seriously, the, the per year. capita income is $454. So we're led to believe that these people who make $500 a year or less a year are going to be able to find an alternate route. So they're going to fly, let's say, to France first. And they're going to hang out in France for a couple weeks in hotels and then go from France to here. Now, first of all, the travel ban would still cover that because we, as we've said, check aren't their just, passport. You check their uh, passport. Liberia? Just, yeah. Sorry, you're Sorry. not getting on the Okay, plane. so alternate. They fly to Mexico City mm -hmm. and then they get off and they take a bus to the border and then they cross illegally to the border. Okay, well, again, that would have been solved by our policies when we said mm -hmm. to make sure the border is not open uh, to people we don't know that are crossing it. But secondarily, it's going to happen you are anyway. telling us. That you believe that uh, people who make $500 a year can find alternate ways to get here. They'll find a way. However, our people who make $50,000 a year per capita can't figure out a way to get to Liberia if they're a health aid worker. It's, oh man. <laughs> it's so perplexing. It's absurd. I will say I have not been obsessed with a PR response to, oh, to one question. You and I are life. more obsessed about this. This than, is all I think about. Than, I know, me too. Me all too. I think about is I how are they going to answer whine about it to my wife. I'm like, I can't. I, you won't believe what they said today yes. about the travel ban. I just want, I, we need to get a collection of answers. I want a montage made yes, of please. all the different reasons they've given as to why we can't have a travel That's ban. That's great, yes. Because there have been uh, seemingly a hundred of them. And, and they're all And pathetic. sometimes they're similar. Load them up. Pathetic. I'd like just a um, hundred of these things in a row because it's so infuriating. <laughs> it is. What are you talking about? They'll fight. Liberians are going to find a way here. Look, I, great, you know, it's actually a country I really have hope I like for. It. I like it a lot. They're people that were here in America. I vacation home there. They, they, well, I'm, in all seriousness, they, on the outskirts they of Monrovia. named their country. Their, Monrovia, the name of their, after James Liberia, Monroe. Liberia, Liberty, Monrovia, yeah. James Monroe. These people understand the idea of America, or at least they did they at one did. time. And, you know, they have, there's hope for that country. They had a, a really bad dictator for a long time. They now have a Harvard-trained economist running the country, a female president 
Who knows? There could be some hope in this country. We're not here to try to get rid of uh, this country. We don't want to no. isolate them so they all die of They're Ebola. They're almost like a sister nation to yeah, us. They are. Seriously, I, I do they, feel like they that. are a sister nation to us. Like, I have a warm spot for Liberians. Yeah, I made this argument before that, like, you know, when we have these countries that we deal with and they are saying, well, uh, you know, they give us a hard time. They won't give us... Um, uh, you know, uh, access to terror, a terrorist that we want, or we, um, they mm -hmm. constantly fight back against our system of Vote government. against us in you the know, UN cons consistently. Like, I, I, Liberians don't do that. Liberians don't do that. Like, I would like to go and find uh, you know, everything that we can buy that, we, that Liberia produces. I would love to buy it from them. Yeah, we too. You know, I would love to sh say, hey, here, we are embracing them as a country because mm -hmm. they have such a great history. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, look, you know, the, that's not always the easiest thing to do. But, you know, the idea that we want to isolate them and, and have these people uh, be tortured by Ebola is not the case. But we have to protect ourselves as well. And the easiest way to do that is, and, and, and by the way, the way that would have eliminated the cases we have here now would be to have a travel ban. Look, what happens to Liberia? and Guinea, and uh, Sierra Leone, and everybody else. If the United States has an Ebola outbreak that kills one and a half million or whatever, let's say we, we get a pandemic and it sweeps through the country and it kills, that is going to shut us down. Then we're not going to be able to help anybody. Mm -hmm. Then we're not going to be able to send medical staff to Liberia or Sierra Leone or Guinea or anywhere else. We... We will be devastated with something like that. Our economy would crash. It, it would be uh, it would be a catastrophe. And we have our and own problems And then we can't help anybody. Too, you know, and that's true. Uh, we need to solve our own Ebola problem. We need to solve many other problems. We have a huge disease risk right in this room, standing oh over here. Oh, my gosh. Um, we've been trying to deal with this for a long time. I, and we can't cure it. And we've been begging for hazmat suits. The only to do the show thing that him. stops and a huge outbreak here is all of the diseases internally fighting against each other. And they just get distracted. Yeah, they, they can't decide which one gets out first. Right. And so that's the only way that we've been safe so far. I've told you how many times, as long as it's not inflamed, you're safe. <laughs> you have told us that. We don't know that's true, Jeffy. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like the CDC telling us these things about Ebola. Although I think Jeffy knows more about disease than the CDC. That's my, my, that's my particular. That's, that's my true. Opinion. Thank probably you. Probably true. Triple That's true. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too. It looks like they are going to have some sort of special uh, uh, travel restriction now, though. Right. Oh really? Yeah. But isn't that going to make it worse in West Africa? Well, that'll drive people underground. That'll kill millions in Africa. Uh, that'll make it worse here. That'll make it worse there. That'll make it worse everywhere. Triple eight seven two seven back. Eighty eight seven two seven B E C K. Best cities for liberals, conservatives, centrists. Uh, if you missed this on the radio show, we have uh, ascertained that the ten best cities, and this is based on voting trends in these cities and uh, surveys and uh, other sort of habits. <laughs> I forget which habits in particular, but I have crocheting. It. What level crocheting. of crocheting are yes, they doing? Yes, that's an important aspect. Yeah. Of whether it's liberal, conservative, or centrist, it's more crocheting than anything else. Uh, Ninety percent of, of the study is crocheting. A lot of it is. Based. It's from Crochet Magazine, uh, so that's probably why. <laughs> uh, Surprisingly, it's actually not from Crochet Magazine. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Is it Crochet mm -hmm. Quarterly? Uh, no, uh, no, it isn't. Okay, <laughs> voting of residents, political leanings of the residents, the shopping habits, 
and how they relate to political affiliation. It's from livability.com. So they use that, that criteria to decide that Berkeley, California is the, is the best place for liberals to live in the country. Number two would be Hoboken. And, you know, I mean, yes, these are kind of the typical places where you would probably suspect. Somerville, Massachusetts, which you said is very nice. I mean, I, you know, I, the only reason I say that is uh, one of my good friends uh, lives there. And so in I went Somerville? to visit him a long time. It's, it's, okay. it's uh, you know, it's, it, it just feels like Boston. I mean, I wouldn't even say it's, 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 any, it's just like Boston. I actually but, like Boston but Yeah, I like Boston lot. as a city a lot. It's I mean, a great city. You know, hate their, uh, some of their teams. But, yeah, uh, and I don't like their politics. But it's a great city. Mm -hmm. uh, also, Boulder, Colorado, long-time bastion of uh, liberality in uh, a state that used to be pretty solidly red, but isn't as much anymore. It's kind of a purplish state now. Uh, Evanston, Illinois is number five, then College Park, Maryland, Ann Arbor, Michigan, Mercer Island, Washington, Alexandria, Virginia, and Newport, Rhode Island round out the top ten for uh, liberals. Now, for conservatives, I'm a little surprised that it's Alabaster, Alabama. I, I don't know why. We decided that's a, is that Birmingham area? Yeah. I think we found that. Uh, Crestview, Florida, which we heard both good and bad things from uh, people who live there this morning. Uh, Clinton, Utah, which is between Salt Lake City and Ogden. Uh, then Bristol, Tennessee. Odessa, Texas, in the heart of oil country. Yukon, Oklahoma. Slidell, uh, Louisiana. Olive Branch, Mississippi. Peachtree City, Georgia. And Benton, Arkansas. The places for conservatives to live. I, I'm surprised there's not more Texas cities on that list. Not sh not sure... Uh, Odessa is the best place in Texas to live. You know, there's there's positives and negatives of these uh, lists, and to me, this one on the negative side is too particular. It's like mm. I'd rather have it be Boston than Somerville, right? Like yeah. it's just like I I don't yeah. know anything about any of these towns because I don't live True. in them. It's like you know the, the little towns that we live in would not make any news to the rest of the country. It's uninteresting, and the same thing I think a lot of this stuff here. Where do you live, Jeffy? What neighborhood is it? Why don't you go ahead and south, uh, yeah, South Freakville, South Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. Just down the road from here. <laughs> Why don't you give us the address so people can stop by and say hi? Howdy, five, howdy five, to y'all. Five five. <laughs> five, 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 five. Really. And that's it? Just 5555? Five, five, well, five. I mean, obviously, Texas. You don't have to give the exact address, but <laughs> just Texas. what penitentiary is it? What district? <laughs> it's no penitentiary. I've been out. Uh, okay. Wow. for I'm here. I'm not... yeah. No, I know. I, I thought this was work release. work release. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> so you're not, you haven't actually been officially released? You're still... Oh, no, this parole. Okay. Well, All right. If so, when you when he comes by next time, let me talk to your officer, parole officer. <laughs> Do you mind? Just a quick conversation. <laughs> Nothing big. No, no, no. I had a couple of things I wanted to inform him about. Really? Yeah. Just uh, you know. I haven't done anything recently. That he knows today, right? And that's kind of mm -hmm. where I'm going with that. So we'll <laughs> mm -hmm. get back to that. So we get. Did we do all these already? Yeah. Well, we didn't do the central cities, but the the people kind of in the middle: Spokane Valley, Washington, Bend, Oregon, Indio, California. Again, I don't I don't know where that is. Gainesville, Florida. I know where that is because that's that's where the University of Florida is. Yeah. Uh, Alabama, Al no Albany, Georgia, not Albany, New York. Uh, Boise, Idaho, really surprises me as a centrist place. I would have thought that to be, you know, fairly conservative. Uh, Muncie, Indiana, 
Sparks, Nevada, which is near Reno. Uh, Oregon, Ohio. You should make up your mind on what state you're talking about here. Mm. You can't do Oregon, Ohio. That's, uh, that's stupid. And then Wildwood, Missouri. So uh, that's the list. Pick your spot and uh, go there. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More Pat and Stu coming up. You know what those spots have in common? Food. <laughs> food. Where's the food? All we don't have that food. in common. We no. No, so. we don't. That's why this city is not up for us. Let me give you a list, and you pick, Pat. Okay. Most trusted news source. All righty. New York Times. Mm. MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Washington Post. All right. The Guardian. Bloomberg. Not trusting so far. Bloomberg. Bloomberg, no. You have to pick one. Bloomberg. Not yet. Politico. No. Yahoo News. Mm-mm. Fox News. Okay. Mother Jones. No. Slate. Breitbart. Huffington Post. Mm. Colbert Report. Think Progress. The Daily Show. The Drudge Report. Daily Coast, Al Jazeera, oh, there, there BuzzFeed. You go. There you go. No, you don't and need to go any further. Al Jazeera is my, that's my... Uh, well, I had one more. That's the channel of record for me. There's one more. I want you to do? add to the list. Yeah, one more. I yeah. mean, I don't know why you even need to that's mention cute. it, but... I had one more. Isn't Al Jazeera your channel of I, record? I mean, as a matter of fact, I was thinking yeah. of you uh, the other day, Pat, because I caught an interview with uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. on Al Jazeera, and oh, I thought... That's where he belongs. Entire time I thought of you. That's where that freak <laughs> belongs. All right. Uh, and one more. Uh, the Blaze. Oh, my gosh. They included us in yes, that? Yes, they did. What? Yes. Most trusted news source out of all of those. Not a chance. They Seriously? Not a chance did we get voted. The Blaze. Is it The Blaze? The Blaze out of all of those. Yeah. There was a few we lost Sorry. out to. Uh, but oh, we beat, we did? Let me give you that oh. list one more time. The Blaze is a more trusted news source the than Fox? Uh, the Fox wins these every single okay. time. They do. This every is according to Pew, Pew, by the way. Uh, the beat, beat the New York Times, Washington okay. Post, MSNBC, Guardian, Bloomberg, New Yorker, Politico, Yahoo News, Fox News, Mother Jones, Slate, Breitbart, The Huffington Post, Colbert Report, Think Progress, Daily Show, Drudge Report, Daily Coast. Uh, and uh, wow. Al Jazeera. How cool is that? That's well. tremendous. Um, How now, cool is that? Now, the Glenn Beck program did not do as well. Specifically, we were third to last. Uh, but that's <laughs> uh, that's kind of understandable, considering uh, and all the all the talk radio shows were towards the bottom because they were very trusted by conservatives and no liberals trusted them, which you'd kind of expect. Except for the only one that was like that was pretty much across the board. No one trusts BuzzFeed. Literally, no one trusts BuzzFeed. Really? Apparently, oh. yes. They literally were more distrusted than trusted across every ideology. Yes. Now, BuzzFeed, hmm. by the way, has funneled a fortune into their actual journalism stuff. Everyone talks about the lists and, yeah. and the little quizzes they do, but they actually have put a lot of money into developing um, their political side, and Obviously, I guess not some much results. Um, only, the only ones, we were the only thing you would call ideologi- ideological. 
uh, in anywhere near the top. There's a lot of things like The Economist, uh, the BBC, and people trust more. Like, and the, yeah, and and you would say they we would say the BBC more, right? Like, but we would say, okay, well, we Stop think it. they're liberal, but they're not outwardly liberal sources. Like MSNBC, I to me is an outwardly liberal source. Mother Jones, outwardly mm, yeah. liberal. We obviously come from a conservative I, I perspective. I think BBC is too, but I do yeah. too. But but they don't come all. They don't advertise themselves that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. I mean, lean forward, you know what I mean? Like, you're getting, MSNBC is the only one that even tries to hide it. Um, you know, Mother Jones is an outwardly left organization. Um, and some of the others, Wall Street Journal, uh, USA Today, Google News, you know, things that are kind of like, well, they're neither here nor there. Uh, but that's really exciting. I think it's the first time we've ever been included. I think so. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, interesting, nice. and still a lot of people haven't heard of us, but that's a good, uh, good, good start. Yeah, it is. I would say, um, and uh, you know, look, we, uh, <clears throat> I think we're fair. You know, I think we, I think you look at this program and you say that's that's fair, unbiased journalism. That's what I would say when you say patents do. Talk. I mean, I think you're going to say me? these yeah. guys don't have opinions. They don't. They just. I mean, they might as well be. You know, Bloomberg covering a stock. You know what I mean? We are mm -hmm. just straight out. Mm -hmm. Completely flat. Totally flat. Factual. Never uh, express an opinion whatsoever. No, or straight hardcore news. Somebody give me these dumb comments by Monica Lewinsky. Uh, not one Actually, these are kind of interesting because I think she's. Uh, her. Monica Lewinsky comes out and she says this, and then Piers Morgan disagrees with her. Tell me which side of the debate you think you're on. Watch this. This is Monica Lewinsky talking about how the internet destroyed her. In 1995, we started an affair that lasted on and off for two years. And at that time, it was my everything. That, I guess you could say, was the golden bubble part for me, the nice part. The nasty part was that it became public, public with a vengeance. Thanks to the internet, and a website that at the time was scarcely known outside of Washington, D.C., but a website most of us know today called the Drudge Report. Overnight, mm -hmm. I went from being a completely private figure mm -hmm. to a publicly humiliated one. I was patient zero. Yeah. The first person to have their reputation completely destroyed worldwide via the internet. I'm not sure, Pumpkin, <laughs> if uh, if you had any responsibility in that whatsoever. No. Don't even worry about it. You were only 21 years old. You had no idea what you were doing, so don't even worry about that, sweetheart. Don't even worry about that. That's all the Drudge Report's fault. That's Matt Drudge. It's on him. Yeah. It's now, on him. of course, Matt Drudge, all he did was break a story slightly story. earlier than Newsweek was going to break it. <clears throat> yep. And other sources, the other sources had that story, and they were sitting on it for whatever reason, either because they were protecting Clinton or they didn't have all the details, mm -hmm. it wasn't fully sourced. But that, that story was coming out anyway. You can't blame the Drudge Report. They just were the first ones to report you it. You can't blame the Drudge Report. You can't blame any news agency for reporting news. Especially when the you president is sleeping with somebody. Yeah. Like it was not like a nothing thing. If you first. don't want to become a public figure, don't sleep with the married president of the United <laughs> States unless you're his wife. How about that? So it's an important. Yeah, it's kind of an important advice. distinction to uh, me. Uh, uh, were they so. actually sleeping together? Yeah. What? That's well, true. they were having sex. We don't Whatever. even know. Whatever. I mean, know. there was uh, controversy <laughs> over that. Uh, whether it was just 
certain aspects of sex or yeah. now is this the dude, whole thing? Is this dude in the background checking out Monica? Is that what's happening there in that picture? He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Monica looks pretty good there, actually. Oh, yeah. She actually looks yeah. good now, right? Yeah, she I mean, look, it's, uh, she's obviously not a public speaker. Um, it's a little bit of an uncomfortable. <laughs> a little bit of an uncomfortable no, she's, yeah. But she looked good. Yeah, and I, look, I, I do, you know, there's some level of sympathy here. Because she, you know, while she shouldn't have done this, obviously, and I think she now would would probably admit it was not a good idea and did not work out well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she she did experience something new. A lot of people have slept with powerful people, um, but in the past, it didn't blow up like this. That's not what happened. So she kind of did hit um, uh, a different a different. A different thing, right? Like she hit a new fangled well, way to be. Uh, I will you know, say she, that virtually all of Clinton's uh, liaisons right. outside of marriage became stars. Right. Uh, what's her face? Jennifer. Um, Jennifer Flowers. Flowers, Flowers right? Uh, early on in the 90s, w- well before Drudge ever. Paula uh, Jones. Paula she Jones won? was yeah. in there. But again, I, like know? these numbers, these names are, we're, we're saying them with a question mark. Nobody says Monica Lewinsky. No, they don't. Like, they you exactly. know yeah, you that do. freaking name. For sure. And because it blew up, I mean, the president was impeached over it. And, right? and, uh, yes. And she was, she was the butt of jokes on every late night show and every talk radio show. Yeah. And, and so it was not just the internet. This idea that it was just the internet is a little... Yeah, a little silly. silly. She was the patient zero of the internet, but these people got treated like this, um, you know, before. It just wasn't mm-hmm. in this way with this medium. Yes. Um, so it is a little bit different, and I, I have some empathy for her because, again, like, you know, look, she did something she wasn't. She didn't. <coughs> wasn't happy that she did. Although she did kind of talk about it in glowing terms there, and that's another kind of a <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that was, was the golden. She says she was in love yeah, with him. Yeah, she was in love with him. And yeah. she, she looks back so, at that really fondly, it well, seems. Well, uh, yeah, she was in love with him. And that, that's where Bill... He was her everything. Bill's fault right there. Well, it's both the of their faults. Stop it. Yeah. Right. I mean, he definitely, definitely Leave took advantage of her. Like that. Yeah. Uh, but here's okay. a little more from Monica from yesterday's speech. Lose it as you so easily can. And you lose an integral part of yourself. Reputation. That's what happened to me in 1998 okay. when public Monica, that Monica, mm-hmm. that woman, was born. <laughs> that woman. The creature from the media lagoon. I lost my reputation. I was publicly identified as someone I didn't recognize. And I lost my sense of self. Lost it. Or had it stolen. Because in a way, it was a form of identity theft. I don't know which came first. This is lame. The coarsening of the culture or the worsening of behavior. Either way, what we need is a radical change in attitudes on the internet, Mm. mobile platforms, and in the society of which they are a part. And in the Oval Office. Actually, what we really need is a cultural revolution. Uh Uh-huh. Online, we've got a compassion deficit, an empathy crisis, and something tells me that matters a lot more to most of us. Yeah, you know, there are innocent victims on the Internet. I'll give her that. She was not one of them. She's not an innocent little victim here. No, yeah. It was her actions Hmm. that brought this on. 
And she yeah, seems to be partially. accepting no personal responsibility. Yeah, because there is part of I'm the story, which is the Internet is mean, right? There, that is right. part of the story. And the I, Internet is part mean. Of it. it is, and she's right on that. And we do need yeah. a revolution as far as that goes. Like, you know, the, what we do on the Internet is not positive. And, but not and, because of her story. Right. Like, you know, could, did it make it worse for her that she had this echo through the media like this? Of course. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. of course it made it worse for her. And, 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 and she's focusing on that because... You know, it's the part that was out of her control. It's harder to focus on the thing that you could control. Um, and, you know, look, that that's understandable, I think. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that looking back, though, I, I feel like this speech comes from her a year after it, not, you know, what, 20 yeah. years after it. Like, yeah, I'm surprised looking back, she doesn't have more, um, a little bit, a little bit different perspective. It's, but again, you know, I guess we're only watching a few minutes of the speech. She's also a very, very precise speaker. <laughs> yeah. You notice that? Yeah. Like, uh, she obviously must have practiced this a lot of times. Yes. But she's not good at, uh, you know, the. You know, I think uh, A, B, and C. Actually, I think B, C, and D. Like, she's not good at that delivery of that stuff, but mm-hmm. she's very precise in her speech. Like, uh, she pronounces the words very, very well. It does she's... not, it's not conversational at all. No, she's a good pronouncer. A good pronouncer. She, she is. is. She is. Actually, we need a revolution. <laughs> That's right. Uh, even Piers Morgan not buying it. He says, I absolutely agree with Monica that something must be done to stem this tide of filth. Social media giants like Twitter and Facebook need to radically and speedily change their current laissez-faire attitude to a growing despicable menace. This is Piers Morgan now, keep in mind. Where I find myself at odds with Ms. Lewinsky, however, is her claim that she personally was shamed by the Internet. If you're a 22-year-old intern working at the White House and you embark on an affair with your married president, then most people would probably say the shameometer probably starts right there and then. <laughs> yes. So he's right about that. He's, he's with at least me. I don't know if you're I like this. Still. My objection to Monica Lewinsky's speech is not based on any moral outrage over her deceitful behavior 20 years ago. It's based on her ex- extraordinary self-deceit now. It uh, wasn't the- for me, it's based on both. But... It's it's uh it wasn't the internet that shamed you, Monica. It was your uh, predilection. 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 Mm-hmm. Like bills. I'm learning new words for illicit cigar fueled lust in the world's most never, powerful room. And that never came that's out, good. right? Like they never. That's never confirmed. The the uh, cigar. The cigar thing. thing? Yeah. That it was, hasn't been confirmed. I don't think that was ever everybody confirmed. Everybody just. You just go with it now. And that's part of probably what Monica Lewinsky is talking about. I'm sure there were things, maybe that, but other things uh, that, I don't know, were not true, reported heavily. People Mm kind of just took as... as as uh, as you know, fact when it wasn't. I mean, I'm sure that stuff existed, and they surely painted a picture of her that she didn't recognize because she mm-hmm. didn't think her behavior was that bad, and she thought she was being treated unfairly. And that's understandable when you're that person in it. But I mean, I'm surprised with 20 years to think about it that she's still there. I yeah, it's crazy. It's, and, and, and it's even, a part of the story for sure. But. Even Piers Morgan makes a couple of great points uh, for this. For instance. He's speaking to uh, Monica Lewinsky. He says, you were 22, not 16. And you both knew you were playing with the kind of fire that destroys forests in a California summer. And then uh, he mentions the last two things. Just one hour before the speech, she joined Twitter, thus inevitably inviting a fresh avalanche of the very abuse by which she professes to have been so destroyed. Monica Lewinsky has a great message. She's just not the right messenger. I I think that's absolutely accurate. She, she does have a good message. The Internet is a mean place. 
she's just not necessarily the one to be carrying this message uh, to the people. Yeah, uh, you know, and I think because she, because of her position in history where she was kind of, we, we were all sort of discovering the Internet. This is the first time a, a big story broke by an Internet-only source that really mm-hmm. took off like this, I think. You know, uh, it's a big deal. But, I mean, the Drudge Report, you know, you can't blame the Drudge Report. This would have, look, take the Internet completely out of this. This would have broken in Newsweek two weeks later. Yeah. And it would have been just as big of a story, just as many jokes on late night. Right. All, we all would know her name today. It was because of her actions that put that in there and his actions that put that as a big story. Mainly his actions, honestly, because if she would have hooked up with some other White House aide, we probably wouldn't have known who she was. But it was the president of the United States, you know, and, and because it was the president of the United States, we all would have known the story. We all would have known her name either way. All the jokes would have been made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not the Internet's fault here. I mean, it's part of the story, but it's not the, not the Internet's fault. I just chose the wrong fat chick, that's all. Mm. just chose the wrong fat chick. Uh, more patents, too, coming up in a second. It'll be actually be a little more in a second. Okay, because I was already over. ready to start over. over. Yeah. They're not going to be Probably here. Be a, yeah. More than a couple of seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Might add up in a minute's action. But just a few. Funny video from Keith Malinak, a phone screener. Oh boy, mm-hmm. I'll bet that's good. Usually, Keith's sense of humor is—it's uh, it's, um, different. Would you say than humans? <laughs> <laughs> it's a simian-like uh, sense of humor, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, a sense of humor mm-hmm. in 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 only in the way that he would identify it as a sense of humor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so this is. Uh, you be the judge. Give me the. Now this could be funny. I don't know. It's it uh, it's be. a. Uh, started out as a regular morning forecast for global Edmonton weather specialist Mike Sobel, and uh, turned into something that people like Keith are passing around the internet. It's an internet sensation now. <laughs> Watch. Current temperatures. We've got Jasper at the minus two degree mark. <laughs> minus three. No. <laughs> Minus three at Grand Prairie. With the temperature at Peace River is minus two. It is minus one at high level. Does Virgil play like this? Yeah. We've got uh, one degree at uh, Fort McMurray. The temperature at Cold Lake is two. It is a uh, four at Lloyd Minster. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I, why? You're going to be able to hold him back. <laughs> okay, okay. We've got uh, calm conditions at Grand Prairie. Seven at uh, 15 at Peace River. All right, we got to get move quickly through this here. Your forecast high for the uh, uh, area today is 9 degrees with some showers in the region coming through. 11 for Thursday, Friday, 14. Does start to warm up nicely, though, as we get into the weekend. Six... <laughs> okay. You're terrible. on your own. All right. You're on your own. Here, you want to play with... We've got 17 on Sunday. Uh, by Monday, 18 degrees. And by Tuesday, we are looking at somewhere around 16. Normal for this time of the year is at 10. And we'll be back with more in just a moment. That's great. That's okay. That's a terrible leash, though, right? Isn't the whole purpose of a leash that your dog can't just chew through it in ten seconds? Yeah. The other thing I, the other thing I take from that is the uh, asinine Celsius temperatures. It's just stupid. Stop it. Stop it. It's not nine degrees. Okay. It's like I don't know forty. So stop it. 
stop it with the nine degree thing. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, please don't. Okay. You're making it sound way colder than it actually is. <laughs> and when it's 18, you're telling us it's warming up nicely when it's 17, 18 degrees. No, it's probably like 50 and 60 degrees. So, again, stop it. Uh, yeah. Go to the real temperature. And, and even at it's Fahrenheit. Even okay? zero, I mean, zero degrees is not warm, even even here. Like, no. 30, what is it? That's zero is 32? That still sucks. Right. You should never see those temperatures, not for humans. You know, okay. polar bears can get those, but not humans. Um, by the way, they had a uh, Islamic terror attack up there yesterday. Uh, it's nothing big, yeah, no big deal. In Canada? Yeah, Brian Lilly from Sun News wrote yeah. me and, 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 and highlighted this story they had, and, and Blaze carried as well, which is a guy who uh, wound up, sh uh, I think it was, was it running over or shooting? I can't remember the exact details. Running, he ran over a couple of people um, who were officers, right? Was it officers? Like, uh, yeah, I should, give, I should have more detail. But uh, shockingly enough, um, a Muslim extremist, which does not exist. No, there's, I mean, jihad is a frame of mind or a yes. religious struggle. It's a religious struggle. If I'm not mistaken. It's a um, religious struggle. Right. A religious and struggle. And it, uh, there is no terror because terror is a frame of mind. Frame of mind. Um, and Islamic, the, for example, the Islamic State is neither Islamic or a state. It's a good point. It's a um, really uh, good point. From, I believe it's directly from Coffee Talk with Linda Richmond uh, on Saturday Night Live, which that's, that was their little bit. And then the president used it? <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> I mean, he didn't exactly say it. He didn't say discuss afterwards. The Islamic State is not Islamic or a state. Discuss. That's no, not... but he did say yeah. the Islamic State is neither Islamic nor a state. Right. He did say those exact yes, words, yes. which is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I will say uh, it is Islamic and it is, it a, is state a state at this point. In fact, uh, it <laughs> encompasses quite a few states. Right yes, now, uh, so. portions of many. Uh, yeah, I, I guess you could say it's not actually a state, but it, there's no doubt it's Islamic. Now, look, that doesn't mean that all Islamic people believe the same thing. We all understand that. We all get it. However, this is the reason they're doing this. They are trying to... That's why... Why so this guy can't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jeffy. We only have a third. He wouldn't be Islamic or So Jeffy, do you even have if he ran over two military guys. two military guys? Ah, wonderful, freaking wonderful. Oh, is that what happened? He, was, so he is dead, by the way. He thankfully. is dead. Thank you. Killed. We lost yeah, him. Killed one. Canadian we lost him. Guy. But he wasn't Islamic, though, right? He was not Islamic or a terrorist. He's the yeah. Because, again, not all terrorists are Islamic. Right. And, and blah, 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 blah. Triple eight seven two seven back. <laughs> Is that subtle? Do you think we will notice? We don't really know. Just kind of on the same page. There. That's what I was gonna say. Should we do this one? Yeah, that's probably the one. Yeah. That's why I had it on my sheet. Here. Well, to me, it looked like this. Yeah. 
So then I was like, well, I don't want to do a blank page of material. I'd rather do this page. See, it has a walk fancy graph through, on it. Walk us through this fancy graph, if you would. I thought you might say that, Pat. <laughs> Not exactly surprised. Uh, 538 has their most, uh, their most recent uh, update to their uh, Senate forecast. Actually, I believe the one we have here is actually the second most updated because I think the new one has been released. And it's now saying we have on our paper 63.2%, which I guess you see there. Um, although I guess it's up to 65% now, um, which is the highest it's been since, uh, since the beginning. And 538, which I would think it, to me is the most accurate one of these estimates. I, you know, I've uh, talked about Nate Silver for a long time. I, the guy's really smart, and, and you know, even before he got to where he is now, he's with ABC now. Before that, he was with the New York Times. Before that, I was looking at his predictions a long time ago when he ran his own blog. The guy's really smart, and he's the best guy at this out there. And he has been the most... Uh, pessimistic, I guess I would say, on Republican chances to take over the Senate, which I tend to agree with uh, because it's not exactly a slam dunk. With mm -hmm. him moving this way, with the polls more and more moving this way, mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing. If you look down, if you kind of can we get a close up of the board here, real quick, uh, back here? This one here is kind of interesting. So you see here, it was, you know, back in mid September, it was as close as it got. And since then, it's been separating and separating to now the, the Democrats. Here's 36.8, and I think it's down to 35 percent uh, now, uh, opportunity of taking the Senate. Now, that's still a significant chance, so you shouldn't be shocked if it happens. But when you're looking at these individual races, they're now saying, um, well, I'll give you some of the closer ones. Kansas now is leaning 54 percent chance. They're saying, Can just right, just establishment Republicans. Kansas is the closest Senate race in America. Kansas. That should not be. Freaking Kansas. Okay? The only thing there is the opponent of Roberts in Kansas, Orman, is saying that he will caucus with whoever wins. Which is, I can't believe you can even, how can that be your stance, right? I mean, how can that possibly be your stance? However, that's what he's saying, so that might, up, might, being a, might wind up being a Republican seat even if Roberts loses. Because this guy might go with him. Same goes for uh, South Dakota, which has inexplicably become close recently uh, because of a third-party candidate. But again, a guy who used to be a Republican and most likely would go, they think, Republican if he were to win. Um, so Kansas, 54% uh, chance. Um, uh, actually, they're saying a 54% chance of the independent Orman winning. Um, so Roberts now an uh, underdog in that in Kansas. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, then you have Jeez. Iowa, where a Republican sixty-five percent chance of winning. That's really high. Yeah. Um, uh, Joni Ernst is doing a really good job there. Um, Georgia sixty-five percent chance of the Republican winning. Uh, Colorado, Colorado a seventy percent chance the Republican is winning. This is one I didn't think at the beginning of the cycle there was any chance. Um, beating Udall. Beating right? Udall, and Udall has been so bad. Uh, we've covered some of his comments lately. This is what the guy yesterday we were kind of playing playing with when he c tried to come up with the three books and he couldn't name it and then said he wanted to re-record re over it in a live interview. Mm -hmm. um, and also he said, Do, is Common Core good or bad for California or for Colorado? And he said yes. Yes, yes it is good or bad. It, it is one yeah, of the well, two, yes, sir. Right. And he's right on that. He's it right. is one of the two. It's, right. it's bad, but it is one of the two. Um, then you have North Carolina, which they're saying a 71% chance the Democrats will win. Wow. So Tom Tillis now down to 29% chance uh, of winning that seat. Uh, definitely Jeez. shouldn't have gone the other way there. Uh, Arkansas, uh, a Republican takeover, 75%. 
Kentucky, Republicans, McConnell holding that seat. They're saying 78% chance now. Alaska will be a Republican takeover, 78%. Uh, Louisiana, uh, another Republican takeover at 78%. This is another one, too. We're going to talk to uh, Rob Manis uh, this weekend. Uh, or on Thursday, excuse me, um, uh, here on Patents too. He is the third guy running in this race. People are talking about Landrew and Cassidy. There's a third guy running in that race who seems to be the most conservative, at least by what I've looked at. He's more conservative than Cassidy. Um, and the way their system works, and you might say, well, we're going to take votes away from the Republican. No, neither. no one's going to get to 50% in this race. So what we're going to likely see is a runoff. So if no one gets to 50%, the top two have a runoff in December. So it's possible we wouldn't know the control of the Senate until December because of Louisiana's sort of quirky rules. But the best policy here is to get the most conservative guy you can get in there to run against Landrieu. Um, and hopefully, be, you know, it's Louisiana. The more conservative person has a really good chance there. Um, so we're going to talk to him uh, this week and see what he's all about. Uh, then you have uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire now an 81% chance for Democrats, but that's actually getting closer. Um, Scott Brown, who, you know, I'm not excited about Scott Brown as a candidate, though I would like to see the Republicans hold the Senate and at least be able to stop as much of Obama's nonsense as possible. Uh, he is uh, still an underdog, but it's getting a little bit closer. South Dakota at 87 percent Republican. Minnesota, Al Franken, 92 percent chance to hold it. Looks like that's going to happen. Michigan, 93 percent chance for the Democrat to, to uh, have that seat. Uh, then you got Mississippi uh, uh, and West Virginia in the 90s, 96, 97 percent. And everybody else is pretty much a sure thing. From New Jersey, Virginia, Oregon, Illinois, and South Carolina, they have uh, Lindsey Graham at 99 percent uh, to be reelected, which, of course, oh. we knew once he got through the primary. I just yeah. wish he didn't get through the primary. Uh, meanwhile, a lot of these Democrats who are running right now want no part of the president of the United States showing up in their state supporting them. They, they don't want him to campaign with them or for them. Uh, and he knows that, and everybody knows that. But uh, here's what he said yesterday on Al Sharpton's radio show. I also spoke to him about those Democratic <laughs> politicians who haven't embraced him on the campaign trail. Well, look, here's the bottom line. We've got a, a tough map. A lot of the states... Uh, that are mm -hmm. contested this time are states right. that I didn't win. Mm -hmm. And so some of the candidates there, yeah. uh, it's, you know, it you is know, uh, difficult for them mm -hmm. to have me in the state because yeah. the Republicans will use that uh, to try mm -hmm. to fan Republican turnout. The bottom line is, though, these are all folks who vote with me. Yep. They have supported my agenda in Congress. Yep. Mm -hmm. They are on the right side of minimum wage. They are on the right side, side of fair pay. They are no. on the right side of rebuilding our infrastructure. Wrong They're on side. the right side of early childhood education. Wrong. So, uh, you know, th this isn't about uh, my feelings being hurt. Th these are folks who are strong allies and supporters of me. Really? And They want uh, no part of you? you know, I, you I, know? I tell them, I said, you know what, you do what you need to win. I will be responsible for making sure that our voters turn out. I mean, he laid it out better than I could. <laughs> he sure did. He laid it out he better. He sure did, and he just hurt them badly. Mm -hmm. he just hurt them badly. You'll be hearing that clip all A the lot. way until Election Day in yeah. all of those states because it's completely true. Yep. Everybody Mary who's been Landry, running away Mark from Breyer. Barack Obama, their, their opponent will now use that against them because that's it's the truth it is. these guys come off constantly yep. it's it's like you talked about your little uh uh selectman uh get together yesterday in your town yeah the city councilman city councilman sorry mm -hmm. and they uh they went back and forth and they were all saying they were conservative mm -hmm. yet what were they doing 
they were all saying, well, yeah, we could hire, ta- we could get raised taxes. I would assume one mm-hmm. of them is a Democrat running. Is that true? Or is uh, they all, they all they Republicans? They didn't seem to be. They just uh, all said they were Republicans? Yeah, they all said they were conservative. Conservative. They didn't, they didn't well, mention Well, that's the party. thing, though. That's what they're saying in these states. Mary Landrieu is saying, I'm conservative. I'm a conservative uh, you know, voice, and <laughs> yeah, I will oppose Barack crap. Obama on these an X, Y, and Z policy. And they'll point out the one or two minor disagreements they have or the one or two things that are um, uh, special to their state. The, mm-hmm. Like West Virginia, the candidate there is trying to say, I took him out on coal. I, Alaska, yes. Mark Bagage, oh, the energy policy is horrible, this president. They'll all come up with their one little thing that they can say that will help them in their state. But they supported him on every other thing. Every time he, every time he was including health these people, they were there. The reason we have Obamacare is because last time Mary mm-hmm. Landrieu convinced uh, Louisiana that she was conservative. And so they put her in there, and then she voted for Obamacare. She voted with him every single time on an important issue. Um, and, yeah. you know, the only time they ever will vote against him is when they've got more than enough votes. Uh, well, okay, we have a couple here. Let's, you know, you're in a red state. Why don't you go ahead? You can vote the other way. This is, uh, you know, you have to realize that what you're voting for largely as for Senate is not, a, is not what they're going to do for your state. It's not that. It is instead a national agenda. You're voting for a national agenda here. And this is why when I think about this stuff in sort of broad, vague terms, I get frustrated and I say, who the hell cares? When I think about it in specific terms, I think about we need somebody there to freaking oppose what this president wants. Think about the situation. If Barack Obama had full control and could do whatever he wanted, as crap, as crappy as the Republicans are, we would have a different country to, uh, than we do, uh, we do now. And it's because Republicans, even if it's just because there's a power struggle and even if it's just because they're on the other team and even if they all believe the same thing but they just fight because they like fighting, at least there's something stopping this guy from doing all the damage he could do. Yeah, at least the Republicans in the House have been able to slow him down mm-hmm. and they've been able to stop a few things. Uh, so, meanwhile, we've got this uh, gubernatorial race here in Texas, and Rick Perry is uh, is not running again for his what nineteenth or twentieth term, I think it was twenty sixth, twenty sixth, twenty sixth term in office. He's been in office since eighteen seventy three, and he does he doesn't look like it. No, he looks. Really he's good. actually held up for uh, one hundred and eighty seven years old. Mm-hmm. But uh, so he's not running. Uh, Attorney General Greg Abbott is running as the conservative. And then Wendy Davis, who is a uh, just a radical abortion Barbie. Uh, that's what she was kind of deemed because she's the one who did the filibuster in the Texas legislature. And she is hideous. She's been running these ads here in Texas about uh, Greg Abbott alleging that he's anti disabled people. When he himself is disabled, I mean, I think we played the. Didn't we play the commercial the other day? Um, a tree fell on Greg Abbott. Yeah, and then they show his wheelchair, mm-hmm. and then they make it out like, but he's fought against all these other disabled people. So they're trying to make him like anti anti disabled people when he himself is disabled. Now, Wendy Davis has sent out a tweet. That read, um, right now. Oh, no, that's that's not the one. Is it the first one? Here's what's at stake in this election. Vote today. Greg Abbott refuses to say if he would defend an interracial marriage ban. 
And the, the, Davis got the idea for her attack when the San Antonio Express News editorial board asked uh, Abbott if he would have opposed interracial marriage 50 years ago if he had been the Texas Attorney General at the time. Now, of course, we also should be giving uh, heat to the San Antonio Express News First editorial board. What are you board. asking that stupid such a ass question for? You know the guy is married to uh, a, Hispanic a Hispanic woman. woman. Uh, you know, would he have no? I mean, but he, here's what he, how he responded. Right now, if there was a ban on interracial marriage, that's already been ruled unconstitutional. And all I can do is deal with the issues that are before me. The job of an attorney general is to represent and defend uh, in court laws of their client, uh, which is the state legislature, unless and until a court strikes it down. Oh, I don't know why he didn't say, what? I'm married to a Hispanic woman. What's the matter with you? What's the matter yeah. with you? Right. Is what he should have done. Right. Now, they say uh, the, the uh, Express News Peggy Ficock uh, what told Abbott his answer was unclear, and, she, and he responded, actually, the reason why you're uncertain about it is because I didn't answer the question, and that's because I can't go back and answer some hypothetical question like that. Um, so uh, he is not saying it, but, I mean, it's not because he w would be... It's so blatantly obvious the guy's married, married to a Hispanic to woman. An interracial it, it person. It would be illegal in what the situation you're talking about. I don't think he would want his... I mean, maybe he doesn't like her. I don't know. Maybe he would want to marry... He, oh, I can get out of it if it's an interracial marriage ban. I don't think so, though. Really weird. I'm going to say no on that one. Really so. weird. Really stupid. So, so she tried to make him anti-disabled, which he is. Then she tries to make him anti-interracial marriage, which he has. Yeah. Uh, so she, she's trying these bizarre tactics. It's interesting, too. I, I don't know, um, you know, maybe, I don't know what the reasoning for this is, but moving to Texas, and in, in an area where you're supposed to have the most hateful people who are only conservatives, I see more interracial couples, more children, uh, more parent, uh, couples that have adopted children mm -hmm. of another race than I've ever seen. I've lived in the Northeast most of my life. I've never seen anything like it is down here in Texas. It's extraordinarily common, and that's great. You know, I, you know, we're supposed to be such hateful people, and conservatives are so hateful. Man, I've seen the exact opposite living down here in Texas. You see it all the time. And, you know, it's something to be, you know, celebrated, but it's something to be noticed, I think, too, that uh, the, the, the stereotype of conservatives does not seem to be accurate, at least, uh, at least here in Texas. Yeah. Uh, kind of an amazing thing. I think Wendy Davis is just totally desperate. First yeah. of all, there's, there's a she's couple of up, trains of thought. She's given yeah. up, and she's just auditioning for MSNBC right now. But the other thing is she's desperate, and she's just throwing anything that will stick uh, against the wall to see if it does stick. When you're desperate, you do things like that. Uh, there's a candidate in Michigan who's actually a Republican who's very desperate right now. And this campaign ad sort of shows you just how desperate. Watch this. Dark clouds are gathering, and Gary Peters is in the eye of the storm, funded by a convicted felon connected to a loan shark ring run by an international gangster who also contributed to Peter's campaign. <laughs> Gary Peter's loan shark NATO. Loan shark Coming soon to a voting booth near you. Okay, that's an actual campaign ad. In yeah. an actual race. And obviously they're going for uh, a sort of a funny feel. thing and really trying to make bad. it, but it's really poorly done. <laughs> really poorly done. No, I did done. laugh at the burp, I will say. Sometimes <laughs> the burp gets you, and the burp got me on that one. <laughs> With a shark really? burped money. The burp you gets you? Yeah. Uh, didn't get you that time. No, not that time. I thought that was it was a pretty disgusting. good burp. And now I can huh. smell it. All right, triple eight seven two seven back. More pads do coming up. <laughs> ah.
Halloween is uh, nine days from now. Actually, just nine days away. And uh, we have a uh, list here from Ranker that is the worst, the worst things you can possibly get in your trick-or-treat bag or your pumpkin or whatever you carry around with your trick-or-treating. Uh, and number one on the list, what did you think is the worst thing you could possibly get? What did you hate getting as a kid when you uh, went out trick-or-treating? Hmm. You know what I hated? I hated hmm. popcorn balls. Yeah, I'm not a big popcorn ball guy. I, I don't like them that much. And the other thing is... My parents wouldn't let me, even back then, would not let me eat them because they were obviously homemade and they didn't know if, you know, they were tainted. Now, they, have, they do, they, they sell them in little bags now. They do, I don't, yeah. I don't know if they, maybe they didn't back then. But I don't like them. Yeah. Don't put them in my bag. Not don't a, do it. Not a big fan. I'm trying to think of what else. There's always, I... Jeffy, what did you dislike as, uh, to get in your pumpkin or your, your trick-or-treat bag, whatever you used on Halloween? What did you dislike <laughs> getting the most? Um, that's a good one because I like a lot of that stuff. I mean, it didn't matter really. Just looking at this, whatever it is, let's just eat it. Yeah, yeah. And looking at this list, who, who, who? I like this list because Splenda. <laughs> who gives you Splenda in your freaking hall? That doesn't happen. Let's go through this. At number ten, we'll go through it opposite. Number ten, licorice. I don't like. I mean, if it's red licorice, I'm okay with it. Yeah. If it's black licorice. Inedible. Yeah. That's not inedible, inedible to me, but I'm, I'm not a huge fan. At number nine, veggies. I don't think I've ever gotten a veggie. No, who gives vegetables? I'm vegetables. For, that does not happen. Have you ever gotten a vegetable for, for Halloween? Oh, I just ever? Take, we get rutabagas. <laughs> yeah. No, that never happened. Yeah. And also, <laughs> you would have set fire to the house if yes. they gave you rutabagas. At number eight, apples. Yeah, I, I would not like that. Yeah, I and didn't uh, like that, that does happen, but, yeah, but really rare. It happens. It's rare. Uh, number seven, and I used to get these. Circus peanuts. I'm not. I'm that not, pissed me off. I am not anti-circus peanut at all. I, have not I like I circus like peanuts. Too. I don't like. Uh, them. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. And they're weird, six. and I haven't had them in years, but I do like circus. Number peanuts. six, and I think this happened to me once or twice. Coupons. Coupons For I used what? to get. You, you don't get kids coupons. Yeah, no, I know. It's a little difficult. Uh, I will 10% say, off your next purchase of a bag of M&M's. I will say I remember getting the McDonald's <laughs> ones, the booklets. Do so you remember the McDonald's ones? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it would be like free ice cream, free right. hamburger. Like, those are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are pretty cool. Well, I, was, no. I didn't hate those. Because you want to eat them that night. Yeah, but, but you're no, getting but tons of yeah. stuff yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Night. This extends it a little bit. Yes, I, it does. I don't fully opposed to that. At number five, as Stu mentioned, Splenda? No one's giving Splenda. Who would give you a packet of no. Splenda. Never I've had, never heard of never it. Never has occurred. No. <laughs> no one has ever received Splenda. There's something Halloween. else that hasn't occurred. No, we'll get to that in a second. But at number four, pennies, and I've received those. Yes. I have yeah. received I pennies, received pennies well. for Halloween. Wrapped no. up with little fives? Stupid. Yeah, I used to get yeah. taped up with yeah. tens or fives. You know, no the, one wants that. The, uh, Even back in the day, people. when a penny would buy you what they used to call, uh, and candy. doesn't exist anymore, penny candy. No, don't give me a penny. My great grandfather used to tell me about those. No, uh huh. Mm -hmm. At number three, pencils. Did you ever, mm -hmm. ever get a pencil? Yeah, I remember seeing the pencils. I've seen a pencil. Maybe the funny yeah. ones, you know, yeah. the design ones or something. Bad. That's mm -hmm. a bad choice. At number it. two, razor apples. That's an apple with a razor in it. Stop it. That Actually, there's that's only number two. That's, that's there was something that beat a razor apple. <laughs> like when you bite into an apple, you get a razor in your mouth. No. That's that's probably the worst thing. Probably the worst one, yeah. And by the way, that's remember when people I don't know if they still do this. They take their Halloween candy to be x rayed yes. at the hospital to make sure right. there weren't things in it, needles or razor blades or whatever. We used to have to do that with, with candy. And 
it has there has never been a confirmed case right. of a razor blade in an apple. For There's Halloween. never been a confirmed never. case of anything being put in never Halloween candy. Anything tainted except, except a, a dad did it to his son. Yes, yeah. it was it was the in the family. Yeah, they called him the Candyman in uh, in Houston, and it was like 1972 or 73. And for insurance purposes, a uh, some douchebag guy tainted his, uh, his the pixie sticks that he gave to his own son with arsenic. Really, really hideous story, and uh, he brought it in prison, or maybe even got the death penalty. I think eventually. So people actually, parents actually took their kids to get the candy X-ray and stuff. Yeah. I knew that happened. I kept telling my folks. Yeah. Well, people are uh, doing this, and they were like, no, eat it. Eat it. <laughs> I knew they were. Really? Yeah. You should Yeah. Right. Should have stuck to your guns on that one. Cause yeah. It, yeah. But your parents no, didn't eat it. Like <laughs> no, that didn't. Per se. Didn't, <laughs> there's no reason. Actually, it turns out they were right, yeah, they were but right. they didn't know they were right at the time, uh, unfortunately. Right. And the number one thing to get in your uh, Halloween trick-or-treat bag, the worst thing, yeah. the worst thing mm -hmm. a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. A stop. toothbrush. No, stop it. Other right. things on the, on the list uh, that we didn't mention, trail mix. I wouldn't want that. That's, that's not candy. Now, you, there are, there's an occasional M&M in trail mix, yeah. Yeah. but that's not enough. Okay. Raisins. Uh, raisins. I used to I get little good. boxes. Yeah. Little boxes about those that big good. of raisins. Because right, there's always I'm okay with it, but it's no, not. No, I'm not okay with it. It's not great. If you want to, if you want to give me raisins, put them inside chocolate and call them a raisinette. That's when you give me a raisins on Halloween. Uh, that's good. Okay. okay, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. But th there's always some do-gooder in the community that says there's too much sugar out yeah. there. Have raisins. Yeah. No. You know what? Instead of that. Don't participate in Halloween. Yeah, turn your light off. Turn your light off and sit down in your home and shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> then I there's a little dark. <laughs> mints. Oh, I like the junior mints. The mints. Oh, no, no, not not junior mints. The mints that you get after dinner. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. the, like the yeah. butter mints. Yeah. No, that's not acceptable. No. Wax lips. The the vampire wax lips unacceptable. Yeah, those are cute, but good. Yeah, the problem with that stuff is like you're trying to be creative and give something a little bit different. But what people want is candy. Yes. You need to write, like that's the same yes. thing. I think the spider rings on here different. too. I don't want your lollipop, which is also on the list. Don't want your lollipop. I don't want a packet of hot chocolate that I can make tomorrow morning. No. <laughs> <laughs> candy. The packet of hot chocolate though kind of goes with the big no. coupons. I'm no, it might be all right. With no. No, Jeffy. No. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents too coming up. But it, it extends Halloween. Some, some safety tips there for you for Halloween. Don't do those things. All right. No. Hot chocolate. Especially hot chocolate with a coupon. No. No. All right. Hot chocolate. Walk us through this uh, cemetery story. Um, this is an interesting that one. We've all been excited to hear about today. Yeah, this is an interesting one uh, that came to us from Jeffy. Actually, Jeffy, why don't you uh, bring us through this one? Because you, this was the story you brought to us. Remember, you uh, said uh, there's an ABC News story about the cemetery hoping a 5K race and actors draw new customers. Remember? Actually, it's a cemetery in central Illinois. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. Uh, you know, it's an unusual what are they marketing doing? campaign. 
Is it? And they're including a 5K race, mm -hmm. actors dressing as people buried there. Holy cow. That's pretty... So that is a weird thing that's to unusual. try to get people to come to their um, uh, cemetery actually yeah. looking for business. It's not like a, a, a Halloween sort of thing. It's, it's They're actually wanting people to come and get buried there. You know what I would call it? I would call it an unusual marketing campaign. That's what I, I, would, I would too. I would too. Uh, so who are the uh, who are the actors? They're not they're not uh, they're not big name actors. No, I don't from, see anybody there. I recognize. Why would folk. they be big name actors? Yeah, they're acting, <laughs> are they acting dead or? Yeah, I think they're. It's a Halloween thing. Okay. Who's the guy on the far right? Who's he acting to be? Uh, <laughs> he is acting <laughs> like you, Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> All right. The guy on the far right is acting as uh, okay. Jeffy Fisher. But I'm not buried and, uh, in that. Or a tomato. <laughs> uh, one of the two. I'm not buried. Uh, so, yeah, from Prairie Folklore Theater, they, uh, mm -hmm. they portrayed people who have been buried in the cemetery since it opened in 1857. Visitors were able to uh, uh, meet the famous locals during walking tours. They've attracted people who probably wouldn't normally visit the cemetery. <laughs> probably to not. <laughs> you think? I mean, unless you have somebody buried there, you're not going to visit the cemetery, right? Yeah. Well, if it's a nice park, you we, might walk through there. Right? Uh, I actually, you know, I showed you the, the scrapes and scratches I got yesterday. They're healing up quite nicely. But uh, part of what we, that's, that was the Eagle Scout activity I was participating in. We were cleaning up a cemetery. So I actually did visit a cemetery that, uh, that I wouldn't normally visit. <laughs> wasn't because of the unusual marketing campaign. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I uh, found out something about uh, cemeteries in the process around them. Mm -hmm. uh, Freaking expensive. They are uh, very expensive. Yeah. Uh, wow. What a racket that is, huh? Uh, I mean, I, it is, in, even if you don't go that route, it's expensive. Um, and it's like, you know, amazing. Yeah, because a casket, they want <laughs> yeah. 10 grand or yeah. whatever for it's, it's, it. Yeah. These numbers are unbelievable. For the funeral, they want... I, I don't know. I, I haven't done it since I buried we'll my dad back in '97, but it's expensive. We'll get you this nice colored one mm -hmm. with uh, beautiful inside, colored outside. And, uh, yeah, you know they're dead and they're not enjoying we, it in there, right? I don't know, but I know. But you've got got to make sure that it seals up properly. Yeah, and uh, mm -hmm. you know is airtight. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you don't want your you don't want your relative able to seep out. And, uh, I think they're going to see out. No, I don't think they care either way. No, they don't, they don't care. I do think that's the way care. things are going, by the way. Like, it's just more and more, I think people are, are they're saying, like, you know what? Why am I spending ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 for a day, you know, some viewing yeah. and then another funeral? For and somebody then, who's gone. Yeah, for somebody who's gone. I mean, they, they're gone. I don't know. I think that, may, that was an old school way of thinking that that was important. And I think, I think that's starting to... I have always Go told away. my wife, put me in a garbage can. Yeah. I, you know, dump me in the, dump me in the landfill. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't I care because I'm not there anymore. Yeah. You know? I, and yes. uh, I'll be reunited with a perfected body later on. So it doesn't really matter where you dump me afterwards. Yeah, it's interesting because it seems like uh, back in the day there was this connection to the dead body. And that, like, you f wanted it to be respected in some way or put in this fancy box and put in the ground. And I think that mm -hmm. that's, I mean, obviously a lot of people still do that. But I think more and more, like, I think I'm just up for the, you know, cremation thing. I don't need a, I don't need, I don't need all of that. Uh, I don't need all that. Throw me in a, as you said, throw me in a freaking dumpster somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe some cats will get a couple good meals out of it. <laughs> you know? 
I mean, really, I, I don't. I just don't. It's kind of icky. I don't know if I want to be eaten by cats. Why? You're not. I'm, That's yeah, the thing. You're true. not being eaten not by there. cats. And it's like it's weird because I think people <laughs> would associate that view with a less spiritual view. And that, like, this, I feel like the old school view was like it was a you know you have to respect the. In reality, I think the spiritual view is like more like what do you care? <laughs> you're not there anymore. You're not there anymore. If you, your if real essence, your spirit is somewhere yeah. else. And obviously, these I would think the atheist view would be who really who cares? Right. Uh, you know. So there's no. Uh, is there anyone who cares anymore? I'm sure there are. And obviously, the funeral industry would be more than happy to point out all the money right. they're making off of it. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not there's there. Some, there's some pretty cool uh, uh, body farms you can donate your body to. <laughs> Wait, what? Looked into this, Jeffy. Yes, you are the weirdest. There's some pretty cool uh, body, uh, body farms. farms you could donate your body to. <laughs> really? Hey, get a little detail on body farms, Jeffy. Go ahead. <laughs> sure, uh, they use your body to test forensics for CSI labs and different FBI labs across the country. Thank you. Your body would be like, oh, my gosh. Holy they crap. Could, look at the things infesting this guy. How did he live to this age? There are more How? drugs in here than Columbia. <laughs> How did he even live this long? No wonder you've in, investigated <laughs> body farms. Wait, but why yes. you, as of all people, why would you want to help them get better at CSI? That's, that's the worst he wants to possible close the door thing. behind him. Oh, okay. He wants to close the door behind him, just like George Soros on Billionaire. <laughs> we just had a moment in which one of the people on television said, there are a lot of body farms you can... T <laughs> <laughs> you are There's one, no one else. interesting cat. There's no one else like him. Yeah, nobody. Just no one else it's would just bring up body farms. One of a kind. I also do like the guy behind the, the guy that's pretending to be me in mm -hmm. the picture. He's been back okay, the, the tomato. Tree. Catching a smoke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another Jeffy <laughs> trait right there. Yeah, you'd like to be catching out, a smoke. You'd like to be out catching a smoke right now, wouldn't you? Big time. Yeah. Big time. Mm. All right. <sighs> fun, fun, fun. Yeah, I've always been uh, fascinated, too, as you look at the, the massive. Those things are expensive. Oh, my, oh my gosh. What are those, a hundred grand? You've got to have Pat Gray gold porch money. Oh, you got to have. Yeah, you <laughs> you have Pat ridiculous. Gray Christmas decoration money uh, to get that done. To about Those the tenth power. Mm -hmm. I mean, you pull in a, a two-by-two two piece know, of concrete that costs you a And here's the thing. When you spend a fortune on Christmas lights, you're still enjoying them. You're under <laughs> the ground not even seeing those things. And, like, what are you doing except, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not being critical of you. If this, I mean, if your you family believe this does. is important, it right. is. Yeah. I'm just giving we, our, we my opinion. To, I, it's fine. I mean, this yeah. is a very personal decision, obviously. But it's like, I, let's say you spend $20,000 on your funeral casket and all that crap. That's $20,000 your family could have had to do something with, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's like when we talk about um, you know, mar marriages are the same thing, weddings. It's like you have these huge expenditure. At least you're a joint the night and you get something out of it yeah, and there's but obviously something special day. but then you go into debt or you you know have this huge bill or you, you know it's 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 odd and that's why I, and mormons don't do it at all right like they don't do Hardly it at all uh well they do you know my wife and i did we i mean we did this little ceremony mm -hmm. obviously we were we were married at a different place than most people but our reception uh we went out to her parents house had it in the living room invited some people over her mom made little finger sandwiches that's what we did I mean, we spent almost nothing because yeah. we had almost nothing. Right. And, that, and, and having and, almost nothing seems to not even be in the, it doesn't matter right. when it right. comes to how much you spend. You just, you have that mm -hmm. big $50,000 wedding, whether you have the money or not.
Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not a good idea. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think, I think, again, I think that sort of stuff is working its way through the system right now. I think that the, the trim down wedding, um, I think the, the, the funeral costs not being these ridiculous amounts, I think that stuff is sort of working its way through the system. It just feels like that's the way it's going right now. I don't have any numbers to prove that out, but it's yeah. just a general impression. Also, uh, apparently as we get uh, closer to Halloween, there's creepy clown sightings that are happening nationwide. Rash of creepy clown sightings in California appears to have spread now nationwide with reported uh, clown sightings in Florida, Indiana, and New Mexico. The Wasco Clown, California photography project by a husband and wife team, who said they wish to remain anonymous, appears to have inspired copycats that have been photographed and videotaped in Albuquerque, uh, Fishers, Indiana, and Jacksonville, Florida. The uh, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office said it has not received any complaints about clown crimes, however. Albuquerque residents reported encounters with a blood-stained clown couple posing in locations including University of New Mexico and Expo New Mexico's Fright Fest. Meanwhile, police and fishers are asking residents to call police officers if they spot a man seen wandering the city streets in a clown costume. Is it illegal to wander the city streets in a clown costume? No, I don't think it is. I, that is creepy, though. If you, were, if you saw somebody walking down the street like that yeah. in your neighborhood dressed as a clown, you'd probably call the police, right? No. You wouldn't? <laughs> you wouldn't? No. It's I would. A, I'm calling the police. It's a guy. If I you can't know. see the picture. I'm calling the police. If you're on Blaze Dressed Radio, like the picture That's is creepy. just a guy holding us some balloons. He could be going yeah. to a, a birthday party. Look at somebody tweeted it out. Spotted clown on Monday near south of Chicago Pizza in Fishers. Just in a neighborhood with what looks like really nice homes. And he's walking down the street holding balloons. Yeah, no, I know. That's, that's what a clown creepy. would do when it was transporting that's... itself from one location to another. <laughs> no, he would show up in a car, he'd get out of the car, and he'd go directly to the house. Oh, he maybe he he'd see parked like across that. the street. No, I'm not. Maybe he's I'm a local clown. Are you oh against God, a clowning clown local? Denier. Yeah. You're yeah, a creepy clown denier. I'm not a denier. I'm just saying that not, not every clown is creepy because we think they're creepy. I'm introducing this guy to my AR-15, and I'm telling him to get out of <laughs> my neighborhood. You're just going to shoot him in the street? <laughs> Seems a bit I irrational. might warn him first. I might yell, get out of my neighborhood. Hey, creepy clown. <laughs> How is he going to get out of his neighborhood? They're and then the next down. guy's going to shoot him. <laughs> Uh, I would say that the clown thing oh, has man. never been one of those things that's been super scary to me. Like I, they're creepy at times, creepy. but it's not like that. That the thing that's that I'm creepy. most creeped out by. Uh, mm -hmm. But to see him randomly walking down, if he was handing like like a big machete or something, I feel like that would be a little bit a little more scary. <laughs> well, anybody with a big machete is scary. Really? Is that true? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is that true? Yeah, that's a good rule of thumb, I think. Anyone carrying a big machete. So you can't sell machetes door to door. No, you cannot. <laughs> no. You cannot walk up to somebody's house with a giant machete just for normal purposes. Not in my neighborhood. Okay. No. no. I thought that happened all the time. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. More patents to us coming. The clown police are probably pissed too. I don't think there are. Got, yeah, there are. You got to register your clown face. Each clown face is uh, specific. Wait, what the hell are you talking? Is this the more? That's body farm talk. That's fact. That's fact. It's Jeffy fact.
bring them in now. Yeah. But now it's the we're ready. We're going to do the, we're gonna do the. Yeah, we're doing the sandwich right thing, so it's so time for the sandwiches. sandwiches. We got a uh, big uh, table full of sandwiches, all different kinds, <laughs> to try here today. <laughs> Uh, because we're talking about... Oh, if you don't man. see them, they're still there. They're on the way. Here, uh, Natasha's bringing them in now. Thank you, Natasha. Uh, lots of sandwiches we're going to be trying out here for the first time. Uh, lots of different toppings, uh, really all sorts of crazy stuff, and we're really excited about this. Very excited. Hamburger sandwiches, uh, grilled cheese, peanut butter and jelly, all kinds. All kinds of sandwiches. From 538, uh, America's favorite sandwich fillings, because here's the thing, and I didn't realize this, on any given day, 49%, almost half of Americans, eat a sandwich. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's a lot of people eating sandwiches. It's 150-some <laughs> million people mm -hmm. eating sandwiches And they consume, every day. combined, uh, 300 million sandwiches. Uh, so 149 million, 999, eat one, and then Jeffy eats the rest. <laughs> Approximately 150 million sandwiches a day. But I was, that's a fat joke, Jeffy. That's no, no, a I got it. No, okay. That's I, a, got it he's saying you're fat. I'm right. saying you're overweight. Yeah. Saying you're fat. Um, I, no, I understand. Okay. I got it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a size limit to most. You don't have to keep and then you, talking about you exceed, million sandwiches. I, you exceed I that it. limit, is what I was saying. Now, this also from 538. <laughs> that finding was published last week in a study on salt consumption. Shocked at the number... Uh, they called one of the authors for confirmation. Cecilia Wilkinson ends a U.S. Department of Agriculture nutritionist stopped me mid-sentence to correct me. No, no. On any given day, 49% of U.S. adults will eat at least one sandwich. And that's what I was saying about you, Jeffy, with 150 million sandwiches, uh, indicating that you eat more that's than one sandwich. I, you, well, you eat. What I was saying is I understood what you were saying the okay. first time. Okay. So you got the... Cause I, the you got the... Sort of. The whole, the whole, you're yeah, calling like the, me fat thing. No, no I, I, well, I didn't that. say it that way. So, what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, sandwich topping? Or I mean, come I on. guess it's obviously cheese. Right? I mean, we can all tell, we can all agree it's cheese. Cheese, cheese yeah. on a on a sandwich. It's obviously it has to have thing. cheese. It's cheese, unless it's peanut butter and jelly. Or yes, peanut butter and jelly is cheese. Maybe not the most ideal. I know you don't like tuna, but tuna. Oh, I do. Oh, what tuna? Tuna's what? not. A, first of all, tuna's not a topping. Tuna? Well, tuna on a sandwich. Right. You wouldn't have a topping on tuna. So tuna finished, uh, yeah, I don't know, 15th, 20th in this list. Yeah, once in a while you have a tuna. The sandwich. number one thing Ask was... Ask any mermaid you happen to see. What's the best tuna chicken of the sea? Yeah. Number one was lettuce. Now, lettuce is the most common, not the favorite, but the most common. Oh, number two, mayonnaise. Number three, tomatoes. Not a shock out of the top three there. No. Then, then you, got you got mustard. Mustard. Then tomato catsup. What other kind of no. now, first ketchup of all, no, is there besides no. tomato? Don't, don't spell it catsup, please. No. It's stupid. Okay? It's ketchup. And, and secondly, what, what sandwiches are you putting ketchup? I mean, hamburger? What, uh, what else? Maybe it have fried to be. egg sandwich. Yeah. Maybe uh, grilled egg cheese. You could, put, you could put ketchup on grilled cheese or dip the grilled cheese into ketchup. Yeah, I yep. like tomato. I like that. Just tomato sauce. Uh, sliced ham is number one, two, three, four, five, six. And then you get to processed cheese. Cheddar or, or American. Yeah. Uh, eighth is peanut butter. Yeah. Ninth, chicken or turkey loaf. What? What? I guess that's just uh, deli turkey is what they're Probably, saying. Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, then you've got uh, natural. natural cheddar or American cheese. Then cooked ground beef or patty. So they're including hamburgers here, which is why the ketchup is so high. Mm -hmm. uh, raw onions. Uh, then another cheddar or... What the... So they have so cheddar weird. or American cheese processed, cheddar or American cheese natural, and cheddar or American cheese unspecified. What the hell is unspecified? Stupid. 
stupid. Then they lump all jelly together. Yeah, oh, that's oh, oh, that's ridiculous. That's, and I'm guessing that includes jam as well. Jelly. So cheese would be my, by far the biggest yeah. one if they yeah. counted them together. Yeah, because then you got provolone down farther. Yeah, that's a good point. And cheese not further specified. Oh my gosh! And what Swiss the heck? and Swiss cheese. What? So cheese is by far number one yes. on this yes. list. Uh, and a whole fried. I'm egg. outraged. What do you think this? of? <laughs> I'm outraged. <laughs> this is the, the cheese, I've never been more angry. Cheese, cheese got completely screwed. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Cheese. Where yeah. is the the National Dairy yeah, Society the of Cheeses and such? Where are they? Where is uh, Wisconsin on this discussion? Yes. Now, Where are they? I will say I was also frustrated by the 25 most common sandwich breads, leading off with soft white roll, which is of course delicious. Then we, uh, white bread, then yes. wheat or cracked wheat, yeah. then whole wheat. Why was wheat and cracked wheat and whole wheat not combined? Why were soft be. white roll and white bread not combined? They should be. Then you've got roll, hoagie, or submarine all combined at 285 out of the uh, 5,627. You have sandwiches. another white bread, toasted. That's yeah. It's still white bread. Right. You've just done something to it. Now, that gets down to get, you get some interesting stuff. First of all, rye bread sucks. I don't know if anyone else agrees oh, on I that. Oh, I, I, I hate I rye bread. I love rye bread. I hate rye bread. bread. I, hate I, I want bread. it to die. I, I, I want too. all rye bread to die. I want it, it to so go away. Uh, then the commercially baked biscuit. I do like <laughs> I like, I like the biscuits. commercially baked biscuit. Uh, yeah. You ever, you know, like the egg and cheese on a biscuit? <laughs> I can handle that. Uh, then you've got um, whole grain white bread again, another white bread. But then Mexican uh, roll. Uh, and so is that uh, the Mexican roll is not like a... Um, they have there's there's a place around here called Fuzzy's Tacos that I think has those and they're like really like puffy and and they're they're pretty good. Um, then uh, you've got uh, bagel bagel mm -hmm. sandwiches underrated. I don't like bagels. I'm a big fan I of don't the bagel like, I like bagels. Well. Don't like them. Toasted bagels with peanut butter. Oh no! But they don't have pumpernickel on this. Well, this pumpernickel is a good one. Now they've got potato bread on there. Now I like potato bread. I do too. It's very soft and very uh, moist. I, I like the yes. potato bread. But who yes. eats a potato bread? Almost nobody. Yeah, they have no. no ciabatta on here. No, the ciabatta's got to be noticing on. that. Where's the ciabatta? <laughs> right? Where's the I mean, ciabatta? That was just remarking the other day that you don't see enough ciabatta. You don't and see enough. What about no. pretzel bread? The pretzel rolls? Yes. Not on there. And you know why? Because <laughs> I, I have a huge complaint about this study. It happened in 2009 and 2010. It takes us four what? years to get the appropriate sandwich filling toppings. Or study? Don, how does it take four years to get the study done? <laughs> it's going to take us longer to find, figure out freaking Obamacare numbers than it does to find out what people had in their sandwich four years ago. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and that's why there's no ciabatta or pretzel rolls. That's right. Because they're right. a new trend. Yes. Shocking discovery. You didn't get this truth on Rush Limbaugh today, did you? No, you didn't. No. No, he's withholding all the truth about this. What about MSNBC? They you know got this? No. You know why? Limbaugh's in on it. Limbaugh's in on he's it. He's in protecting on, potato bread. Yeah. He's, and, he's and invested the in people. it heavily. He's keeping the ciabatta people uh, down. Yes. He's keeping the he ciabatta people down. ciabatta people. You know, his croissant was on there, which I like, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh man. Yeah. A sandwich on a croissant. Oh, yeah. Now, breakfast delicious. is delicious. Well, no, but lunch uh, croissant, very good as well. Yes. That's the thing. You can get away with. I like the bagel lunch sandwiches. Uh, are, mm -hmm. are really freaking good. No. Uh, and uh, and you know what else? No, Most not. underrated thing I believe. What? Uh, hamburger or uh, whatever you're eating in a burger style right. uh, with English muffins. Freaking good. Yeah, if you've never had a burger on an English muffin, you gotta make a that toasted happen. English muffin? toasted English muffin. They're you know, so good. good. It seems too crunchy to me. No, you gotta Canadian, try it. Canadian what? ham. Yeah, the Canadian, Canadian bacon. bacon. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I love yeah, Canadian bacon. Like that. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, yes, very good. Where's the food? How? Dang you... it! 
What do we Where have is to the do? Chibata? Where is the potato I'll bread? I'll tell you this. If Rush Limbaugh were talking and tackling this difficult be, subject, oh my gosh. there'd be all kinds of food oh here gosh. today. Oh because his gosh. people wouldn't but let him us, down. That's why. No, his people his would people not would let him down. Not let him down. Ours have failed again. Failed again. Failed again. Triple eight seven two seven. Remember that number and use it tomorrow. Okay, because we're done for now. So. Jeffy, isn't one of your websites called BodyFarms.com? Net. It's for something totally different than people are going to that right now. Real? Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah.